Good morning, my confident queens. It's your confidence cheerleader, Kiri, coming at you with another incredible interview from our badass mompreneurs, ready to give their best tips, tricks, and stories to finding and creating the most confident you. Let's get into it. Good afternoon, April. How are you? Fine, how are you? Doing good. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So do you want to just get us started out by telling us a little bit about you, who you are, and what you do? Sure. Um, I am, well, my name is April. <laughs> um, I am from Texas. Um, I have lived here pretty much all my life. Um, I am a Pinterest strategist. Um, so basically, I help women um, Per, mostly women, um, though I have had a male client, my husband, um, <laughs> get uh, found on Pinterest using Pinterest. Um, it's basically um, a, it's like Google, it's a search engine for businesses. And so I, I help use that to help businesses get found. Um, and so that's kind of what I do. Um, in a nutshell, there's a whole lot more to it, <laughs> but that's the simple way to put it. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, and, uh, that could be said about all of our businesses, right? <laughs> right, definitely. Um, as far as personal life, um, a wife, obviously, um, and we're empty nesters. Um, so we have between the two of us, four kids, um, all of them grown and gone. Um, my son is 20 and then his three are like 20, 20, 24 and like 22 or something like that. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. And they're spread out all over the country. So yeah, that's awesome. That's super cool. So what brought you to your business that you're doing now with like Pinterest, <laughs> that was Pinterest and Instagram, uh, with <laughs> Pinterest and like helping business owners. Yeah. So I was a teacher. Uh, for five years. And I was in the dream job. Like, you know, you, you kind of go around when you're a teacher and you, you kind of hop schools for a little while until you find the one that's supposed to be the perfect place. Right. Mm -hmm. And I had that place. I had the best support. I had the best uh, district that I could have possibly had. And so it was the dream job for a teacher. Um, I was teaching the loved. And I should have been happy, um, but something just wasn't right. Um, and so it was like, God was just saying, you need to go, you need to stop teaching. And I didn't have a backup plan. Um, thankfully, my husband makes enough money that we could kind of scrape by, but I needed something to make a little bit extra with because, you know, we needed a little bit more money. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and so for a couple of months, I was kind of doing, uh, you know, some network marketing and I still do that on this side. Um, but it wasn't really enough to make bills. And I was still looking for something that made me feel like not only I was contributing, but that I was satisfied and that mm -hmm. this was something that I really enjoyed, um, more than just, you know, it was, you know, something to do. Um, and so I was listening to a podcast one day 
And I ran across, um, I heard this lady who was talking about, she was teaching other people how to do Pinterest as a business. And I was like, this sounds interesting. And so I kind of listened to her podcast. She used to be a teacher. So she understood my struggle and she understood where I was coming from. And I was like, okay, I'll look her up. And so when I sat down to my computer, I looked her up, I looked her business up and I was like, this sounds really interesting. And I just kind of felt this pull to kind of learn more. And so I decided to take her course. And as I went through, it was like, yeah, this is it. This is what I need to be doing. And so I just kept learning and learning and pulling everything I could, did a couple of internships for her and just fell in love with doing it. And so it's what I do now and I love it. That is so cool. I think it's so funny that you say like you were in the, you know, quote unquote green job that every teacher, you know, dreamed of and yet still didn't feel that fulfillment. And I think a lot of us get that way. We're like, we follow the set path that we're supposed to be on for so long yeah. and get to this great big place that's supposed to be like overwhelming and positive and wonderful. And we just like, don't feel it. And we're like, wait, what's yeah. wrong with us? <laughs> but I don't it think happens it happens a lot. Yeah. It really does. And I don't think it's necessarily that anything's wrong with us, but just like that we're not sitting in our purpose. And yeah, sometimes that can be your purpose, but other times like you get there, don't feel it. And that's okay to move on from it and find your purpose outside of it. Exactly. And, you know, I had been a single mom for 18 years almost, and I didn't have a choice. I had to work. And mm -hmm. so I had just kept going and kept going and kept going. And I just worked through whatever it was that I was doing because I didn't have choices. Mm -hmm. And so I just had to keep working. And so had I not met my husband, had I not married him, had he not been a dreamer and had we not had the finances to be able to allow me to leave, um, you know, had he not been so supportive, I wouldn't have had that opportunity. Um, and I would have even, you know, it took me a little while to even make the decision because it was just something I was so used to doing. I just, you know, you keep working, you keep working because when that's, when you don't have that choice, when you don't have that ability, you just keep going. And so, you know, he, he really helped me understand that, no, God wants you to do this. God wants you to leave. God wants you to, to walk away from this. I need you to hear me say that, you know? And so he kept, he kept encouraging me with that until I finally understood <laughs> that it, you know, it really was time to walk away. And my health was being affected by it too. And so it was kind of one of those things I had to go. Um, and, you know, I, my principal was very understanding and she, she really was very good with allowing me to do that without being, you know, really upset or, you know, any of that. I mean, it was just, like I said, it was the dream place to be. And so they were just very supportive. That is so nice. Yeah. Yeah. And those support systems are like huge, especially when you're like starting or growing a business. Yeah. Those are massive. Um, so what would you say to like a new business owner who's just kind of getting started on how they can better attract the right people into their business through using Pinterest? Definitely. Don't go in with the idea that the sale is everything. 
Um, a lot of what I've learned, a lot of what I'm still learning, um, you know, I, I just quit in 2020. So this is still new to me. Um, a lot of what I've learned and a lot of what I'm still learning is that the sale isn't everything. It really isn't. As with Instagram and Facebook, which most of us are using um, to network and to, you know, get to know people, you have to build trust with people. And so when you go into Pinterest and, you know, a lot of people have heard Pinterest is a long game. It's not, it's not a quick fix unless you're going to buy ads. <laughs> and, you know, I, I really recommend the organic traffic way. I don't recommend spending a lot of money because most people don't have a lot of money. Um, Pinterest is not a quick fix. It's a long game. And so with that being said, you know, don't go in with a sale in mind, go in with the idea that you need to, you need to build trust and to build trust, you need to inspire people, you know, um, pinners take three to six months before they make a decision on a product or working with someone. Um, they will usually pin something 25 times before they decide to buy it or before they decide to go with that, you know, a particular person um, as far as coaching goes or something like that. And so, you know, they're not ready to purchase the minute they go on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. And so they need to, they need to build trust with someone. And in order to do that, you need to inspire them. You need to educate them. And so you can't go in with the sale in mind right up front. You're going to get sales. You're going to get that. It's going to take time though. And so you have to you have to build trust with people. And, you know, your, your podcast is all about confidence, right? And you ask mm -hmm. the question all the time, what does confidence mean to you? The root of confidence comes from a Latin word, and I can't say the word, I'd butcher it, but <laughs> the Latin word means trust. That's the root of the word confidence, trust. Cool. And so the whole idea is you've got to build trust with people. They have to have confidence in you. And so if you can't build that, you're not going to get people to buy from you at all. This is true everywhere in sales. And so you've got to spend that time in Pinterest building that trust. So when you go and you put something on Pinterest, let's say you're jewelry sales, okay? And you go and you put a pin you can put a pin up with your pretty jewelry, but I would also put pins up that show, you know, how the jewelry is used in real life. You know, a mom getting jewelry from her kid. You know, it's a sweet moment instead of just a picture of the jewelry. Because right. just a picture of jewelry is not going to build trust and, and inspire people. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. you really have to, you have to give more than just... I want the sale. Yes. So, I mean, that's how, I, that's what I would say. I definitely agree. I think, you know, outside of Pinterest on Instagram and Facebook and stuff too, it's all about like building the community through like education right. is huge. And obviously that's a huge reason why I started this podcast because I believe that education is super important for all of us. And it's a way to build trust you know, between me and my audience and everybody who comes right. on and their audience as well. 
Um, so I 100% agree with that. Exactly. That's awesome. So um, for somebody who's just getting started out on Pinterest, what are like one or two tips, tricks, or tools on how to kind of put them out there and do it in a better way that's going to be um, more impactful? Well, take it slow. Don't, don't try to do everything at once because there is a lot that's involved in Pinterest strategy. Um, just like any other strategy out there, it can be overwhelming if you try to do everything at once. So start with a slow strategy. Take one blog post a week and make three different images for that one blog post and post that for the week, like stagger it. So if you're gonna do three different images for one blog post, post one image today, one image in two days, and one image two days from that. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that way you have the same thing going out, but you've got it going out multiple days for the week. And put it on, put each one on a different board. Simple, easy, no craziness involved. Yeah. And you spread well, it out over the week. Exactly. And you, you're like doing multiple. So hopefully one will catch on. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. think that's always good. So I know that on Pinterest, they have the new like um, idea or story pins. I don't remember exactly what they're called. How do we use those in conjunction with, or how are they different from just like a regular pin, like a board pin. Yeah, uh, they used to be called story pins. They changed it to idea pins now. Um, they wanted to kind of differentiate from Instagram's stories and things like that. I think that's really why they changed the name. Mm -hmm. um, and unlike Instagram, they stay forever on Pinterest instead of only being around 24 hours. Okay. Um, so there's a difference there. Um, idea pins do not link to your website. So there's one difference between regular pins and idea pins. However, they are fantastic to use. They always get attention because they're, they're like video or you can use video. Um, you can use still images or video. So they really get attention. Um, they're always reserved for the top spot of the page. So if you ever look for something and you notice that all the idea pins are at the top and then the static pins are underneath, that's because Pinterest prioritizes idea pins over static pins. Um, and so they get a lot more engagement as well um, from people because it's, it's just neat to sit and scroll and look and watch video, you know, right? Everybody loves Videos the new thing. thing. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it gets a lot more engagement and you can comment on them um, a lot easier than regular pens as well. Um, but they, because they get more engagement, they draw people to you a little bit more. So they kind of make people go, oh, I like this. I want to see more from you. And they'll probably go over to your board and they'll want to look more up from you and see who you are and more about your stuff. So I love the idea of using idea pens. I think it really draws more interest in who you are and what you're doing. 
So I always encourage my clients to, to use idea pens. Um, if they don't do them themselves, I'll do them for them because I think it's, I think it's fantastic. Um, you can use static images. You can use video. Um, video usually does a little bit better um, because people love video. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like a mix of both, like put um, a static image on the front and then a video after it. And so it gets people clicking through. Um, so I think, yeah, definitely use idea pins. Cool. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, I mean, I use Pinterest, but not regularly. So it's kind of cool to yeah. hear from you how you can use it differently. So um, for people who are interested, especially like our female business owners, um, that are interested in kind of getting more on the Pinterest train to try and build up their businesses through that um, engagement there and the new audiences that they can find there. Um, how can they find you? How can they work with you? All of those good things. Yeah, um, I mostly hang out on Instagram. So they can find me at April Aramanda on Instagram. Um, and then I am also on Facebook. Um, it's at April Aramanda on Facebook also, um, or Rise and grind Pinterest. Um, and then my website is riseandgrindpinterest.com. Um, so those are the best ways to get a hold of me. Um, I love coffees, all things coffee. So that is where rise and grind Pinterest comes from. Yeah. And you'll notice it's pretty much everywhere when it comes to <laughs> yeah. my business. So, <laughs> yeah. You and I do always comment on how much each other loves coffee. <laughs> oh yeah. Coffee is life. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I think this was so great um, and a great learning tool for me. And so I'm sure it will be for everybody else as well. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your knowledge with us. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Wow. Wasn't that an incredible episode? Please don't forget to share this episode to your social media and tag our guests and me at The Confident Mompreneur for your chance monthly to get a $20 Venmo. You can also make sure to leave us a review to help us grow. Love you so much and don't forget to stay confident today.